There's a creator named Taylin Michael. Taylin Michael, that guy is doing an amazing job expanding the kingdom of God. He got touched and he launched a YouTube channel. Two million people following him on YouTube. You're the biggest solo Christian creator now on the platform. You haven't walked this fast in years? Well, let's go a little faster. Hallelujah! <laughs> Hooray! I didn't come for dead religion. I didn't come for some washed up sermon. I came for the power of God. When the Holy Ghost is in the room, breakthroughs in the room. When the Holy Ghost is in the room, healing's in the room. When the Holy Ghost is in the room, new levels are in the room. I said the joy of the Lord, it is your strength. What God does in one, he'll do in another. What God's done in my life, he'll do in your life. When you touch someone in faith, when you reach out and touch God with faith, you get what you're believing for. It's this simple. Believe the word, stand on the word, act on the word, operate in faith, never walk by sight. I said religion will teach you lessons. Only Jesus can give you life. But you can't lose if you stay in the realm of faith. My generation, your generation, this generation shall be saved. Hello, welcome back. Today I'm going to teach you part two of the double, double again, 10x anointing prophecy that I had received earlier this year. This was a prophetic word that I received that literally 10x every area of my life in about 12 months time, a little under actually, in about 10 months time. But in one year, I watched God 10x every area of my life, 10x my influence, 10x my relationships, 10x my finances. I watched God 10x every category within this ministry, and I felt about a week ago when I was praying that the Lord wanted me to release this prophetic word for people in 2024 and future years, that this isn't just a word for me, but the same way that God 10x'd me, there's a 10x anointing available for you. Whether it's in your business, in your relationships, in your influence, in your social media, in your ministry, there is a 10x anointing available for you. And I'm going to teach you the practicals. If you're reading this book, that I'm giving you the practicals. This is chapter 2 of Double Double Again, the 10x anointing. I'm going to be giving you the practical steps that I took to activate this prophetic word that I received over my life when the Lord said, Double, Double Again, and 10x. Someone type in the chat, I'm doubling and I'm 10xing. I'm doubling and I'm 10xing. And as you're joining me today, let me say good morning to Patrick and Louie and Brinley and Alexis. And I'm not sure how to pronounce that other name, but thank you for joining us today. Thank you everyone who's typing in the chat and joining us from all over the world. We love our audience in different nations of the world as well as different states in the United States. Today, I'm going to give you three keys to doubling and doubling again. So before you access the 10x anointing, good morning, Margie, you have to know how to access the double. You have to know how to access the double. If you can't double and then double again, then you can't necessarily qualify for 10x. You won't, if you don't have the capacity to double, then your capacity will be too small to 10x. So the three things I'm going to teach you today are going to increase your capacity to literally double. And I'm telling you, in this year, you can double, you could double again, and you can 10x as you exit 
2024. I believe 2024 will be your best year yet if you will get what I'm teaching you in this series deep down in your spirit. Can you say amen? Someone type amen in the chat. And let's get into point number one. Point number one, to double and double again. You must expect double. You must expect double. If you're expecting double, then you will not stay the same that you are right now. There's an old saying that says, nothing changes if nothing changes. Nothing changes if nothing changes. You can't change unless you change something. There's things in your life that you have to be willing to change. You have to be willing to change your discipline level. You have to be willing to change your morning routine. You have to be willing to change the amount of time that you pray. You have to be willing to change the amount of time you spend in God's word. What areas of your life has the Holy Spirit been touching on that you know need to change? For many people, they need to change the influences that they have in their life. The Bible says that bad company corrupts good character. If you spend time with people that are small, they will make you feel small. If you spend time with people that are big, they will make you feel big. And I'm not talking just physically. I doubt many of you have dwarf friends, but if you do, that's okay. And I doubt many of you are friends with Shaquille O'Neal. So I'm not talking about size and physical capacity. I'm talking about spiritual capacity. What level do the people that you spend the most time with operate on? You know, they did a study about high performers and low performers in the business arena. And in a certain business, they put different people in different sections of high performers and low performers. Now, they would take these people in the study, put them with the low performers and tell them, you don't have to talk to them. You don't have to spend any time with them. You don't have to build any friendships. We just want you to work in the same space as them. So they would. And they found after a certain amount of time that their production level actually dropped about 50%. So where they were when they started is not where they were when they finished after they were put in the atmosphere and were associated with low performers. Their production lowered. So they decreased by association. Just being around low performers will make you a low performer. I think about in college. There was a time in my life where I hung out with guys before I got saved that all they did was like smoke weed, drink, and hang out in their apartment on the couch. And that was it. That was all they did. So after a while, all I did was smoke. All I did was hang out and drink. And all I did was sit around on the couch with all these guys in an apartment with a vape in my hand. And I what? which I'm not like that. On the inside, I'm a high performer. I'm a high achiever. I like to work. I like to grind. I like to hustle. I like to be routine. I like to increase. I like to advance. But because I hung out with low performers, my production level dropped. Now, on the contrary... When they put those same people around people that were high performers, they told them, you don't have to talk to them. You don't have to build any friendships, any relationships. We just want you to work in the same space that they're working in. Their production levels increased by over 35%. 
just by spending time with high performers. Somebody type in the chat for me right now. I'm a high performer. Hang out with people that are good influences on you, that they pull you higher. Find people that have doubled where you're currently at. Find people that have doubled again where you are currently at and where you want to be. And spend time with them. Get under their ministry. Get under their mentorship. Find a way to get connected with these people because they will, they will impart to you the expectation of double. Proverbs 23, verse 18, it says this. The expectation of the righteous will not be cut short. The expectation of the righteous will not be cut short. What that means is you will get exactly what you expect. If you expect this year, 2024, or any year to look like the year previous, that's exactly what you're going to get. But if you expect this following year to be the best year of your life, you will get exactly what you expect. A great man of God once said, a man gets in life what he believes for, nothing more and nothing less. So if you believe and you expect that God is going to make this next year the greatest year of your life, you will walk in that expectation. Next, go with me to Isaiah 61, verse 7. Isaiah 61, verse 7. It says this. Instead of your shame, there shall be a double portion. Instead of dishonor, they shall rejoice in their lot. Therefore, in their land, they shall possess a double portion, and they shall have everlasting joy. I want you to get that scripture, meditate on it every day of the following year. Meditate, believe, speak, act on the fact that God's will for you is Isaiah 61, 7, that you shall possess double, double honor, double riches, double influence, double advancement, double acceleration. Get the anointing of double in your mind, in your spirit, in your mouth, and in your actions. Wake up every day and start confessing, I'm expecting to double today. Someone type this in the chat. I expect to double. I expect to double. Now go with me to Zechariah chapter 9, verse 12. Return to your stronghold, O prisoners of hope. Today I declare that I will restore to you double. I will restore to you double. God's word is prophetic. This is a prophetic word on your behalf. You are a, quote, prisoner of hope. Jesus Christ, the hope of glory. You have an everlasting hope. Being the righteousness of God in Christ means that you can activate every Bible verse and apply it to your life. It, it, it becomes literally alive and active in your life. Hebrews 4.12 says God's word is alive and active. You can take God's word as his will for your life. Now, don't hear what I'm not saying. Judas went and hung himself, so that's not God's will for your life. But you read God's word in context of the covenant that you have. God's covenant with the people of Israel is your covenant. Because Jesus redeemed you from all the curse of the law that you might, as a Gentile, receive the promises of Abraham. 
So those same promises given to the Jews, given to Israel, belong to you. God promised Israel double. Therefore, God promises you this next year double. God promises you double. You shall possess double. Number two. Number one was you must expect double. Number two, you must go all in. You must go all in. You can't be on the fence. You can't be lukewarm. You can't be kind of hot, kind of cold, wake up some days and have a zeal and a passion and a fervency, and then other days you, you rest. A little folding of the hands, a little resting of the eyes, and poverty shall come upon you like a thief. You can't, you can't be either all in or, all, or, or you can't be half in, half out. You have to be all in. You have to choose today to be all in. Give everything. Paul said, I've poured my life out as an offering. If God told you to do it, do it with all your heart, all your mind, all your soul, all your strength. Go with me to Isaiah 54. Isaiah 54. Verse 1. Sing, O barren one, who did not bear. Break forth into singing and cry aloud, O you who have not been in labor. This is talking about birthing something new. Begin to sing about the double. Begin to sing about increase. Begin to, to sing the covenant promises of God. And those of you who have been barren, who have not been able to birth what God has put inside of you, you will bring forth the very promises that God has put inside of your spirit. For the children of the desolate one will be more than children of her who married, says the Lord. Verse 2, enlarge the place of your tent. Enlarge the place of your tent and let the curtains of your habitations be stretched out. Do not hold back. Do not hold back. Someone type this in the chat. I won't hold back. Do not hold back. When God tells you to do what it is that he wants you to do this next year, do not hold back. Go all in. It says, do not hold back. Lengthen your cords and strengthen your stakes. So prepare yourself. Get ready to go all in. Verse 3, for you will spread abroad to the right and to the left, and your offspring will possess the nations and will, and will people the or of the nations and people the desolate cities. I don't know exactly what that's saying. Will possess, oh, I'm sorry, will possess the nations and the people of desolate cities. Verse 4. Fear not, for you will not be ashamed. Be not confounded, for you will not be disgraced. And you will forget the shame of your youth and the reproach of your widowhood. You will remember no more. One translation says, spare no expense. Spare no expense. This is a key that helped me double and double again. When God gave me a vision... For this year of what it is that he wanted me to do, I decided in my heart I would spare no expense. Whatever it took, I don't care what the price was, I don't care the sacrifice, whatever it took, I spared no expense. I went all in. All in. You have to be, to be expansion-minded means to spare no expense. What would it look like to enlarge your territory? What would it look like? How would things be different if you broke out on the right and on the left? If you spared no expense, what would this next year look like if you gave it everything you had? Get that picture in your mind. And that's your vision, which leads us into number three. 
Write the vision. Make it plain. Write the vision. Make it plain. Number one, you must expect increase. Number two, you must go all in. And number three, you must write the vision and make it plain. Go with me to Habakkuk chapter 2, verse 2. And the Lord answered me. He said, write the vision, make it plain on tablets, so that he who reads it may run with it. For still the vision awaits an appointed time. It hastens to the end. It will not lie. If it seems slow, wait for it. It will surely come. It will not delay. It will surely come. It will not delay. For still the vision waits an appointed time. When you get vision, it doesn't just disappear. The moment you have clear, concise vision... In the spirit realm, it has a time stamp. You determine how fast you get there. For example, if I'm here in Ruston, Louisiana, and I want to drive to Laguna Beach, California, I see Laguna Beach, California in my mind. I know what it looks like. I can envision it right now. I know I've got to type it into the GPS and get there, but there's many different routes I can get there. I could take toll roads. And get there much quicker. It's going to take a sacrifice. There's going to be financial investment. There's going to be things I'd have to do and sacrifices I'd have to make to take the fastest route from Ruston to California. Then there's other routes that could take me two, three, four hours longer. Then there's other routes that could take me one or two days longer. When you write the vision and you make it plain, you set the time on your destiny. All right, here it is. Here's the fastest route from point A to point B. I know in this amount of time, in these next 12 months, I can get from here to there by the grace of God. I can double, I can double again, and I can 10x. I know the location. I know the destination. I know the route. I know the fastest route. I know the sacrifice it's going to take. I realize the investment. I know what I'm going to have to do. I'm going to go all in. I'm expecting to get from point A to point B, and I'm expecting to get there as fast as possible. Write the vision. Make it plain. For still the vision awaits its appointed time. It hastens to the end. It will not lie. What does it mean that it hastens to the end? Have you ever been on a long road trip? Maybe it was like eight hours. And the first seven hours were just like long and dreadful. Typically, it's like the first two or three hours are great. You're excited. You're going on a road trip. And then hour like three to seven are just long, miserable hours, unless you pop NyQuil and fall asleep. But then what happens after you wake up? You wake up and you're like, oh, where are we? And the person driving says, oh, we're only an hour away. And that excitement comes back. And then that last hour, it hastens to the end. You're excited to get to your destination. So there was a time where it might have felt slow in the middle. Maybe you're in that right now. Where God's given you a vision, there's something that you're birthing right now, but you're in that like three to seven hour mark where you're, you're, you've been kind of dozing, but now you're waking up again and you're getting a fresh zeal and a fresh passion and your vision is hastening toward the end. He says this, it will not lie. If it seems slow, wait for it. That word wait in the Hebrew does not mean go crisscross applesauce and hum like a monk until it shows up. Um... Um, that's not what it means to wait on the Lord. That word wait means like to be a waiter, to be a server, 
do what you know to do right now, the same way that a waiter at a restaurant, if the meal's not ready, they don't just say, hey, all right, hey, here's your seat. I'll see you in an hour when the steak is medium rare later. No, what do they do? They wait on you until your food's ready. They bring you the water that you want. They bring you the bread that you want. They get your appetizers going. Start waiting on God while you're waiting for this vision to come to pass. Start doing what you know to do because soon it will hasten toward the end and the vision will not lie. And he says this, it will surely come. It will not delay. The biggest mistake people make when they're waiting on God, I'm in a season of waiting. The biggest mistake people make is they think that waiting on God means to sit there passively and do nothing, expecting that vision to come to pass. It will never come to pass. If that's your mindset, it will never come to pass. It's the second law of thermodynamics, which isn't even, I mean, it's spiritual, but it's not out of the Bible. The second law of thermodynamics, an object left to itself will eventually experience disorder. So an object or an item or something that's not acted upon, that's not in movement, that doesn't have direction, doesn't have, it doesn't have a destination to get to, eventually something left by itself will eventually experience disorder. So your vision, if it's not tended to, if it's not waited upon, if you don't know what you know to do now, you'll never know what steps to take when the time is ready and the vision hastens to the end. I'm not in the totality of my vision right now. But I come here Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. I get into the studio. I make content. I preach the word to you. We go out. We, we're serving in the church. I'm raising up a thousand online evangelists. I'm doing what I know to do for the time being and waiting on the Lord to bring the full vision to pass. Do what you know to do with the clear, concise vision to get you where you're going. And the things that you don't know how to do, God will take care of them. Do the things you know to do. So the three keys to doubling and doubling again. Number one, you must expect double. Number two, you must go all in. Spare no expense. Be expansion-minded. Number three, write the vision. Make it plain. Make your vision clear. Make it concise. Make it so easy that a four-year-old or a 40-year-old could understand what it is that you're doing and where you're going. They might not know how you're getting there, but I could go up to a four-year-old and say, hey, Sally, hey, little Sally Sue, because I'm in the South. It wouldn't just be Sally, it'd be Sally Sue. Hey, Sally Sue, you know where I'm going today? And she would say, where are you going today? And I would say, I'm going to Dallas, Texas. And she would know where Dallas, Texas is. She has no idea how to get there, nor does she really care, but she would know where I'm going. You have to have such a clear vision, concise, simple, of where it is that you're going, that you could tell a four-year-old and a 40-year-old. And if you make the vision that clear, you make it that plain, you write it down and read it every day, the Bible says it will literally fuel you so that he who reads it may run with it. And I believe that this following year is going to be a year where you run and you accelerate faster than you've ever accelerated before. Get ready for your year of divine acceleration in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Well, I hope you enjoyed part two of Double and Double Again. Tomorrow I'll be covering how to access the 10x anointing. But before we cover that tomorrow, I want to pray for you today that God would double you and double you again. 
As we get ready to pray, I'm going to give you an opportunity to partner financially with what it is that God is doing here at Revival Way Ministries. We currently feed 2,000 kids each and every single month in third world nations all around the world. We're also raising up 1,000 online evangelists, online soul winners, online missionaries, call them what you will, but Christians that are leaving their 9-to-5 job to preach the gospel full-time online and win souls for the kingdom. And we have a soul goal of 200 million people led to the Lord Jesus before he comes to rapture us out of the earth. So as you partner financially with what God is doing here at Revival Way Ministries, that's the vision. Can't get much more clear than that. That's what we're looking to do here by the grace of God for the time being. And as the Lord continues to expand us, we will continue to expand the vision. But I want to give you an opportunity to tie your finances to what it is that God is doing here. And we're very thankful ahead of time for your generosity. We have a very generous group. I know all of you are, are very generous people. So we thank you ahead of time for it. We're building this brand new studio. We're, we're about finished up now. But we've got Studio B to finish out. It's going to take us about $15,000 more that we're putting into Studio B to finish that side of the studio out for our podcast section. And I believe God's going to send 15 people that will sow a seed of $1,000 or more to help us build out that part of the studio. If that's you and God is speaking to you right now, the different ways that you can give are on your screen. And maybe you don't have $1,000 to give, but you can give at the level that you're at right now. I encourage you, if you've never given a sacrificial seed to expand the kingdom of God, I would make today the day. And God is not mocked. Whatever a man sows, that shall he also reap. You'll be very thankful that you've partnered financially with what God is doing in the earth today. You can give through Cash App at dollar sign Revival Way. You can give through Venmo at Revival Way. You can give through PayPal at Revival Way. You can also give through our website, RevivalWay.com, or you can send in a check to Revival Marketing LLC. Our P.O. Box is 1127 Ruston, Louisiana, 71273. 71273. Thank you ahead of time for your giving. There's a link in the chat for you right now. You can also give through Super Chat on YouTube. And I want to pray for you right now that God would double you and double you again. In Jesus' name. Father, right now I pray for every person under the sound of my voice. As they give today, would you increase them and multiply them and double them and double them again this next year? In Jesus' name, would you give them supernatural ideas? of acceleration and pour out fresh grace on them as they put their hand to the plow, as they expect big things, as they go all in, and as they write this new vision for the following year. Father, may the wind of heaven come behind them even now. And I commission angels and ministering spirits to go before them and work on their case and to bring forth every harvest from the seed that they sow today. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Hey, I love you. I bless you. Thanks for joining me today. Sorry I was a little bit late, but um, I was getting dressed up in this nice knitted sweater that I'll be wearing tonight at our Christmas party. So, And I got the scarf, too. I love you. I bless you. If you want to learn how to preach the gospel and go to one of the best Bible schools in America, I'm going to play a video for you right now. Make sure that you check out this video. You'll be glad that you did. And I'll see you back here tomorrow morning at 1130 a.m. sharp Central Standard Time. Bye-bye. Jonathan Shuttlesworth with you in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. If you feel called into the ministry, we just launched 
Revival Today Bible Institute. Had our first in incoming class, and we're about to do another intake. It's $2,000 for the entire year. We're gonna train them up in what they need to know in the Bible, what they need to know legally, what they need to know in the realm of economics to make impact in the ministry. If that's you, the information is on the screen right now. I'd like to hear from you. Don't pull it off. I'm Jonathan Shuttlesworth. And I'm hey, I'm Taylor, and I want to take you on a virtual walkthrough of our brand new studio that we just acquired. As you can see, this is a mock-up of what we're going to be doing with this brand new studio. I'm putting over $50,000 into this state-of-the-art studio to reach this generation online. You can see our little friend here stand in front of the whiteboard. That's going to be where we have staff meetings and I can raise up the crew to continue preaching the gospel online. And the cool part is we're going to have two different studio setups in this brand new office. This is Studio B that we're right in front of right now. And this is going to be a podcast setup where I have other ministers come in. I interview them. We talk about kingdom business. We talk about what's going on in their ministry. And it's going to be awesome. And then we're going to work over here to Studio A. And at Studio A, we're going to continue with our weekly live stream where we are reaching this generation with the gospel online. And as you know, we have a vision here to raise up 1,000 online evangelists, and you can get connected. The different ways that you can get connected are on your screen right now. Like I said, we're putting over $50,000 into this brand new studio. We're paying for it cash, and we actually just got blessed with a massive 10-foot wide by 7-foot high LED wall for our studio and uh, I mean, that was our biggest purchase of the entire thing. So people have already been sewing into what God is doing here. And I want to give you an opportunity. If you want to watch this generation be led to the Lord Jesus before the rapture, I want to give you the opportunity to connect your finances to what God is doing here now. The different ways that you can are on your screen, through Cash App, through Venmo, through PayPal, and through our website. And I'm very thankful ahead of time for your generosity and for believing in what it is that we're doing here at Revival Way Ministries. And I I thank you ahead of time by faith in your sowing. And I know for a fact, God is going to bless you, not in just the life that is to come, but Jesus even said you can reap 100-fold harvest here in this life. So thank you again for your giving. We love you. We bless you. And what God is about to do with this brand new studio is going to be second to none. Thank you again. Bye-bye. There's eight.